What's going on, everyone? Happy Monday. This is episode 39 of Bet to Win. I'm Claudia Bellafato. He is Joe Fan. And Joey, we got our Super Bowl 56 matchup. What a weekend of games. We felt like they couldn't live up to the hype of, of what the divisional round was. I know. And the Bengals are getting blown out 21 to 3. I'm sitting with my buddy who was in town at a sports bar and just thinking, well, this sucks. <laughs> And you're just like kind of counting down the minutes till the Niners and Rams game starts. And then Joey B does or did what Joey B does. I, um, unbelievable games to certainly. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I saw that picture of my guy, Joey B with the chain, with the glasses, with the jacket, you can't have that much swag and not win that game. So many great Joe Burrow quotes. Not only that picture and then he's asked after the game if if his pendant is real and he starts laughing and he just as candidly as you could ever hope for says I make too much money to have fake ones. Oh, so good. So much sauce. So Uh, good. And then also you're seeing like old tweets of his like come back up and everyone's like my king, my quarterback, love this guy. Uh, And I'm just seeing this one as we're starting to tape. It came through my, my Twitter timeline and uh, consider this is February 24th, 2020, uh, considering retirement after I was informed the football will be slipping out of my tiny hands. Please keep me in your thoughts. 307,000 likes. Oh, He's I'm so excited. Angles Rams, baby. How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was great, Joe. It was really good. I actually you get into? I got off of my couch. I watched the games with people. I'm usually pretty antisocial, but you know, two games I could handle it. I I watched everyone was on the opposite side as me. So it was sort of a similar situation, but I my faith didn't waver. I, I knew that I was gonna be okay. Bengals plus seven and a half, hammered them throughout the game, money line, plus what did I get them at? Plus eleven and a half, plus fourteen and a half. Yeah. Plus three twenty eight. My faith didn't waver. I knew what was going to happen. Yeah, credit to you for getting out and you know finding some company and uh, hanging out with <laughs> friends for these games, as opposed to watching by yourself. You can't watch the championship Sunday by yourself. So right. credit to you for hanging out with some friends on Sunday. Thank um, you, you came in in a great mood this morning, and that's because you continued to win a bunch of bets. And so I want you to go and take all your victory laps as you started to do with your Bengals live bets. Talk your talk. Because you came in as chipper as I have ever seen you. Oh, Joey. Uh, you're right, though. Yes, I, I, I called Bengals. The past three weeks, Joe and I have both been saying, you can't really be on the wrong side here, right? These are all the best teams in the league. There's a reason these lines are so tight. You're never on the wrong side. Well, I was definitely on the right side because I knew the Bengals would cover. Plus seven and a half I got in pregame. I got live money line plus 328, plus 11 and a half, plus 14 and a half winners. Um, unfortunately, I gave out Joe Burrow over 248 and a half passing yards, which I thought he was going to fly over this. And which really sucks is game script wise, he should have, but he didn't. Um, so that was unfortunately my L, but I had Cooper Cup over 101 and a half uh, receiving. I played some Stafford attempts. I kind of sprinkled it through a, a few different props before the game, but my big one was Cooper Cup. And Rams pushed. I was laying three with them. And then all of my Bengal, Bengal winners, thanks to Joey B. Yeah, it's a little sharp move from you, Claudia, because it was seven all week and it, it blipped to seven and a half only on Saturday afternoon for a hot second before being bet back down to seven. 
Mm-hmm. You changed the line. You moved the line. That well, was you. I, I got I got seven and a half earlier in the week. Um, but I'm I'm okay. a, I'm a line mover and shaker. because well, it was seven true. pretty much all and it was only yeah. it was on Saturday because it all closed at seven, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, good on you getting that extra half point. Not that you needed it. Not that I needed it. The Bengals got it done. I don't really have any victory laps to take. Uh, I didn't bet a whole lot on Sunday, but simply because I had Super Bowl tickets on the Bengals and the Niners. So my big win is that my Super Bowl ticket on the Bengals is still very much alive. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, after the Bengals won and the Niners are up 10 points in the fourth quarter, I'm thinking about how enjoyable it would be to watch a Super Bowl with tickets alive on both sides. Mm. Knowing that you got a big payday coming. Payday's on Monday. Eat, drink, be merry. I'll be Rob Lowe wearing my NFL hat. Just the shield. Just, I want everybody to have a good time. Let's have a good game. Everyone stay healthy. No fights. Everyone get along. Some great plays. But. But it didn't happen. But it didn't. And so I gave out Niners money line. I was sad. And I sprinkled even a little road dog parlay because, you know, when the road dog weekend carries you in the divisional round, it you got to sprinkle it in the championship weekend. And it did you very well last week. And so it, and, under- it, and it hit with the Bengals. And it was a, it, the odds were plus 800 on Niners Bengals money line parlay. Indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was tough. Uh, shout out to all my friends in the Niners organization who are sad pandas today <laughs> waking up. Sad pandas. Um, nothing. I don't know. They're no. mean. I don't know. You say a lot of things that I don't really know if they're things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So you had a lot of losses. I'm I had a lot of wins. I'm just going to start saying stuff and be like, it is a thing. You just don't know We're about gonna it. Poop on. And you're not going to be able to hey, know. I do want to mention with the Joe Burrow, because I really did put this out on several platforms and several shows last week. I did get 10, I think it was like 10 plus yards of CLV. So it was a good play. Again, game script went my way. It just didn't hit. That's betting. Oh, well, we move on. So let's dig into these games. Um, I'm sure you have a lot of thoughts on them. So we'll do a quick recap. And then, of course, we will look at the look ahead for the Super Bowl. But first, Bengals getting seven, as you mentioned. That's what it closed out for kickoff. They win 27-24 in overtime, despite the Chiefs winning the coin toss, which I tweeted out when that happened. Well, there goes the Chiefs win. And that, folks, is what we call, what do we call that, Joe? A reverse jinx. A reverse He's jinx. He's not even listening. To I me. do so love a good reverse jinx. I'm just jinx. out here by my, talking to myself. Uh, Deja vu Bengals trail 21 3 late in the second quarter. Looked like it was going to be a blowout, but I knew it wouldn't be. Chiefs offense was rolling, though. Bengals secondary did not look good. I really, Burrow was looking yeah. hurried. You've however, got the, you've got the tickets to show for it. However, I'm impressed in your faith. Thank you. Uh, and then the Chiefs failed to score in the last drive before the second half, which definitely was the momentum flip. Bengals took over, kept the Chiefs to three points in the second half, including overtime, 18-point comeback. Ties the largest in playoff history, and it all ended again with Money Mac, Evan McPherson. (laughs) Crazy rookie kicker, and this guy just has so much confidence. Between him and Joey B, the swag on this team is off the charts. Um, So, yeah, that's how it went. Again, I, I didn't lose faith, but it was a little worrisome watching as I mentioned last week, I didn't think the O-line could do much worse um, than they did last week. And then the defense has always been something about this team that has made me hesitant in some spots. And, and we did see a lot of that. And that still makes me nervous going into the Super Bowl. But they made the plays. They made the stops where they had to. So I guess that's all that matters. I am shocked. I didn't have faith. I, I didn't. I went into the game thinking they had a chance. But the win was 21-3. 
Absolutely, I jumped off board and I was said this is going to be a blowout. Because yeah, we know that the Bengals shut down Patrick Mahomes in the second half of that what was week 17 mm-hmm. matchup. And given what we've seen from the Chiefs of late, particularly just recent memory against the the Bills in the second half of that game, there was just no way they were going to be able to replicate that performance in my head. The touchdown before half was huge. The the Chiefs blunder at the end obviously proves incredibly costly with a costly with a game that goes to overtime, not taking the three points there. Um, you mentioned the interception. It didn't even matter because Joe yeah. Burrow threw a pick on the very next play. So it wasn't, they just beat them. They just got stops and beat them. Like there wasn't anything had, had that interception by BJ Hill led to a quick touchdown. You're thinking, okay, those are the, the sudden change moments that, mm-hmm. but there wasn't a lot of that. Yep. They just got stops and then went and scored. It's amazing that they are in the Super Bowl despite scoring just five touchdowns over three games with 12 field goals. You don't <laughs> 12, beat, 12 for 12. You though. don't beat Patrick Mahomes <laughs> kicking field goals. Yeah. And they did. I can't believe Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense laid such an egg in the second half. But it is the lunar year of the Tiger, and so we should have seen this coming even more. I wish my Super Bowl ticket was quadruple the amount had I known that when I placed it. But a huge win for them. And, again, you get a stop in overtime. Insanely clutch. Uh, I, I'm still shocked that it was 21-3 to and the Chiefs blew it. That's an all-timer AFC Championship game at home. But I'm so thrilled for the Bengals. What did you just say about a lunar eclipse? The, That's all. I'm the Lunar New Year. Oh, okay. Is the year of the tiger now? Ah, you're the tiger. Okay. Uh, no, you're right. Get some culture in your you, life. I'm, body so, of I'm so uncultured. It's brutal. Um, it is wild though, because if you look, his Pat Mahomes combined stats in the second half in OT for that Week 17 game in this game combined: 105 passing yards, two interceptions, four sacks, six total points on 10 possessions, and a 35 passer rating. That's crazy. That's crazy for Patrick Mahomes. I was just looking at the possessions and it's, I mean, you look at how many three and outs, they had a two and out with the pick three and out for minus minus two yards, three and out drive that went minus four yards. And they had the one field goal drive and they go three plays uh, in overtime without a single yard. I will again, hand up. I was wrong this whole way during this game because the, the chiefs are driving at the end of that game down three. I'm saying, let them score. Because to me, it felt inevitable. You're going to be left up timeouts. You're going to be left under a minute left. Mm-hmm. Let them score. The defense came through again. And it's crazy, too, because Chase, of course, they were focused on containing him. They did six catches for 54. Um, but Higgins came in big, which I feel like, I don't know if it's just me. Has he been sort of underrated? Like, he had over 1,000 receiving, and I feel like everyone's just been so focused on Chase because he has been playing lights out. but. Uh, Higgins came up big in that game, so. Yeah, he's a stud. Something to keep an eye on. Well, that's just what makes this Bengals offense tough. Like, okay, you want to bracket Jamar Chase, fine. Right. And you limited him to 54 yards, six catches. Still pretty efficient, six catches on nine targets and and found the the end zone uh, in that second half uh, on the fade. But Joe Mixon can burn you in the passing game. Mm -hmm. You saw P. Ryan take the 41-yard screen pass to the house. Tyler Boyd was quiet in this one, but you know he's a factor when they need him. CJ Uzama, that loss oh, hurts. It, it was seeing guys 
cry when they get hurt. Just pains my know. soul so much. That image and the Debo Samuel image. The Odell. Odell comes oh, over. Yeah. Tough. It is. But yeah, Uzoma, I'm, I'm trying to see now if there's any updates. It's a good reminder but, for like the athletes just chase paychecks crowd. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like it's true. these dudes put so much work in to get to this moment. How can you not be romantic about football, people? Sports in general. I couldn't agree more. It's true. Uh, Bengals go into the Super Bowl. Bengals go into the Super Bowl, and Joey has a ticket. I am excited, and I am jealous, um, but I am very excited to to witness the Super Bowl. So let's talk Rams now. Laying three and a half before kickoff, and this is the importance, like you were mentioning, of line shopping in general, but also getting those key numbers. I pushed because I, I was laying three, but so many people who, who got the three and a half, like that's why it's so important to try and get on the numbers when you can. Yep. But anyways, uh, Niners led 17-7 at the start of the fourth quarter. Again, this was a game where everyone's watching. All my buddies were on the Niners and they're in my ear, blah, blah, blah. No, we're chilling. We're chilling. After scoring 17 unanswered points, Rams went scoreless in the third quarter after a cup touchdown midway through the second quarter. Then Rams flipped the script, kept 49ers scoreless in the fourth, and of course got the win. Matty Stafford continues to play well in the postseason. 31 for 45, 337 yards, two touchdowns. He did have an interception, but did everyone have an interception this weekend? Right? Yep. yep. Uh, Cooper Cup, of course, huge game. 11 catches for 142 yards. Odell, big game as well. And Jimmy G, I mean, I, I, I was hammering him this past week saying I'm fading Jimmy G, you know, hammering his interceptions prop, which I was afraid almost wouldn't hit. Got that towards the end there. Towards the um, end. Towards the end. It was the end. It was the last play of the game. <laughs> Just relax. Uh, Just relax. <laughs> but he says. honestly, he did look good in the first half. And I, I was worried that maybe I would be getting a lot of heat because I, I was giving him a lot of heat throughout the week. But when the run game couldn't get going, which is something that I mentioned, this was the reason why I was fading the Niners because I was shocked that they had made it to this point with their run game alone, not relying on Jimmy G. But in these sorts of games, in these sorts of situations, it does come down to it. It did. He only managed 95 passing yards in the second. Ended up going 16 for 30, 232 yards, two touchdowns, and an INT. Um, But that run game, I mean, this is something that we were expecting. This was the way that the Rams were going to win is by stopping the run game. Called the Niners to just 50 yards rushing, 2.5 yards to carry. So I don't want to say I called it, but... Okay, let's cool it on the victory lap here. It, you got it right, but this is totally a game that I think whatever side you were on, you can point to so many different things to where you would say, I had it right. Uh, with the Rams, Cooper Cup, an uncharacteristic drop. Uh, Skaronic, I think is how you pronounce his name just dropping a wide open touchdown. He's by himself in the end zone. Kind of a tough catch, little Willie Mays over the shoulder, but he didn't even come close to bringing that down. Then you look on the Niners side, Jimmy misses George Kittle up the seam for a play that probably would have been a touchdown. Jaquaski Tart, that interception dropped at the end is going to give me nightmares forever. And also again, good on him. He made a point right now. 
I don't know how aware everyone is, but locker rooms have been closed for the last two years. So access to players is super limited. And so if teams or players want to hide, they are able to very easily. And Jaquaski talked to the team. He made a point to go to the podium, own it. He owned it on social media, hand up, took all the blame. And it certainly is not the one reason why they lost. There are several. But that was brutal when it's just right to him. And I, I, I feel bad, obviously, in my head. I'm like, gosh, I, you know, if that he makes that catch, my simple ticket's alive. But you, you certainly empathize with the player because he's going to have to live with that for a long time. And I know he'll move past it. He, he had a great season, will continue to be a productive player in the NFL. But like he said in his tweet and in his quotes, that is a play that you dream of. As a, as a kid growing up, you, you picture the, the game-sealing interception of the NFC Championship. I mean, so I feel for Kwaski. To me, the, the biggest sin is, is Kyle Shanahan, three punts at or inside the Rams' 45-yard line. To me, just unforgivable to be so conservative. And we've seen this from him. His four playoff losses as an offensive coordinator, head coach, all had double-digit leads. And again, I almost think he gets too much flack for the, the Patriots-Falcons Super Bowl because you get a look at a defense that gave up like a million points in five minutes or whatever. Then I mean, but he does have to at some point look in the mirror and say, what is going wrong here? And when your butt gets tight and you want to be conservative and play not to lose late in games, like bad things happen. And every model that has fourth down numbers that says strong, go for it. Your win percentage goes down. I think it was like 5% when he punted that. And think about that sequence. First down run for nine yards, Elijah Mitchell. Second down run for minus one. Third down run, Kyle Juszczyk gets nothing. And then you punt. Yes, your defense is big good, but this is Matthew Stafford and, and, and Cooper Cup, and they've been dominating all game long. Their numbers, they dominated the, the Niners in terms of yards, in terms of game script, in terms of plays allowed. They were 11 of 18 on third down. Why would you be, even though Mitch Wisnowski had been good and pinning them deep, why are you so confident that you can just go get a stop at will instead of going and winning the game with your offense? The Rams had no timeouts left in that fourth quarter. It was heinous clock management from Sean McVay. And it didn't come into, into play at any point down the stretch because Kyle Shanahan let him off the hook. So that's tough. You, again, you look at possessions and how bad the Chiefs were down the stretch. The Niners had three straight possessions with 38 total yards, two punts and an interception. They had that game in hand. There's, sorry, last stat. Um, over the last three postseasons, there have been uh, 18 teams or 19 teams that have um, that have had a 10-point or more lead going into the fourth quarter in the postseason. And those teams only have two losses. They're 17-2. and two. The two losses are the Niners wow. in the Super Bowl against Chiefs and the Niners yesterday. How surprised were you to see the Niners held to just 50 yards rushing? 19-2. Sorry, not 17-2. Um, very surprised. The Rams had a great rushing defense, but... We've seen it before, even in week 18, the Niners had success where it wasn't dominant, but it was still productive. It was just completely stifled um, in that game yesterday. It was crazy that they were even in the game and had a 10 point lead with 50 yards rushing. Isn't that crazy? Very it much is. so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Rams came in with a different defense too. And I was sort of digging into this because everyone kept, 
with so there was a lot of sharp money. How much? What do we have? Sixty four percent of the win bet ATS handle was on the Niners. Sixty three percent of the money line handle was on the Rams. But there was a lot of sharp money across the books on the Niners early too. Once this line opened. And a big part of that, I was listening to a podcast because like not a lot of people could say it. Everyone was sort of just uh, mentioning the trends of of the two coaches and the fact that they had won six straight and all that. And then a guy basically got into the fact that the Rams in the first two games were playing with a lighter box and coming into this game, everyone was saying that's just their defense. That's how they're going to play. They're not going to change it for the Niners. And we did see them change it. And the fact that they held them to 50 yards rushing is just insane. And that's what makes me really worried about them coming into the Super Bowl because I want the Bengals to win. But to see what they were able to do against the Niners team, it it scares me. I will say the Cooper Cup wide open play is much less fun when you're betting against the Rams. <laughs> yeah. He is inevitable. Oh, see, th- th- this game is going to be so hard to do. I, it's so hard to handicap. Yeah. Ram- Rams laying four, total of 49 and a half. I don't know what to do. I really, really like both of these teams. It's hard not to want to take the Bengals with the points. But again, there were so many parts in that game where, like, the deep, the Rams have the edge with their O-line, with their D-line, with their secondary. Does it come down to, like, which quarterback you would rather have heading into the Super Bowl? Because I don't even really know. Matthew Stafford looks really good right now. It's going to be a tough game to handicap. I definitely don't have a final answer, um, and we'll get into it. I want to hear your thoughts. But like I mentioned, Rams laying four right now. Rams money line minus 190. Bengals plus 155. Uh, Rams team total 27.5. Bengals team total 23. Bengals third Super Bowl appearance, first since 1988-89 season. 33 years. Crazy. Rams fifth Super Bowl appearance, first since losing the Patriots in 2018. What's your, what's your first thoughts? And you thought you said you, wait, did you guess this line? Um, I knew the Rams would be favorites. I yeah. figured it'd be three and a half. It was, and then now it's yeah. bet to four. Um, I have already bet the under on this game. I got it at 50. Um, and then, I mean, yeah, I have the Bengals Super Bowl ticket, so I'm not going to bet on the Rams at, uh, I forgot. whether it's, you know, I'm not going to, so say you the, did. I'm not going to lay the, I would just take the underdog. I mean, the Bengals are, they just beat the Chiefs for a second time. Why can't they go beat the Rams? I think the Rams are probably a better and more complete team. Sure, but you look at what the Bengals have done defensively. You hold Patrick Mahomes without a touchdown over two separate second halves and overtime. Then why wouldn't I believe you, believe in you getting four points in the Super Bowl? Absolutely, I'm on the Rams or the, the Bengals in this game. And what I will do is I will I will probably put down another bet on Bengals money line, get more plus money, and then if they're able to get a lead, do a little hedging on the on a, if you get a Rams plus money line, just guarantee yourself a little payday and and move on. But I'm excited for the matchup. You know, I think both quarterbacks super likable. I'm really happy for Matthew Stafford getting out of Detroit. I think very clear. Upgrade over Jared Goff. Even think people so. really, yes, the interceptions were bad and the pick sixes were bad, but you see the throws he makes. He's a stud, and I'm pumped that he is there uh, going to the Super Bowl. I'm happy for Odell Beckham. Uh, I know a lot of people are throwing out the quitting narrative, which I guess there's something to that. But at the same time, like, dude wasn't happy, needed to get out of a situation. He did. Now he's helping this Rams team. 
in a huge way with a monster game in the NFC Championship game. Nine catches on 11 targets for a buck 13. Um, really playing that 1A to Cooper Cup without Robert Woods. Um, but yeah, I'm going to keep riding the Bengals. You know what's, you mentioned the interceptions. Matthew Stafford still has the most. But him and Joe Burrow are right up there with the most mm-hmm. interceptions. And now they're in the Super Bowl. How crazy is that? Yeah. You have a couple guys who, it, 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 how do you respond to interceptions? Yeah. And at no point are you ever going to watch these two guys and think they're in over their heads. Moment's too big for them. Yo, Burrow's down 21 to three and dude's like, whatever. It looks like just, he's been playing football for 70 years. Let's just keep he's it just going. Like, whatever. Pressured on 99% of his dropbacks. Whatever. Yeah. Let's just go. And like, Let's do it. Coming from like me where I, I can really appreciate that because I myself am like one of the biggest mental midgets that I know. And so you see a dude who's like so poised and confident no matter what's going on. Like. It just oozes. Tip of cap. Yeah. I yeah. wish I had that and I don't have any of it. And he's got it in spades. Oh, Joe. There's always room for improvement. Oh, yeah, sure. It's been a lifelong process. <laughs> We're getting dark. Not really. Um, uh... Just self-awareness. <laughs> Just self-awareness. You know, we have grown. I used to be the kid that oh. cried when I struck out in Little League. So, oh, yeah, oh, I was yeah. that kid. Yeah, me and Joe are very different. Self-awareness, <laughs> I would say, is one of my strengths. Okay, well, that's... Being cool. mentally tough, not, not one. <laughs> Joe, tall guy, mental midget. Take note. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and we will dive into this Transparency game. Transparency is one of our pillars. So I'm bad to win. <laughs> I want you guys to know what you're getting yourself into with us. Um, we will dive into this game further on Thursday, of course. I do want to mention, though, and, and we've talked about this, but I'll give you the stats. Rams pass rush win rate ranked first against the Bengals pass block 30th. Bengals pass rush ranked 25th against the Rams pass block number one. So we're seeing... Big strength versus weakness here, but big time game. I don't want to say throw the stats out the window, but you just never know what's going to happen. And before we forget, we and we would never forget because this is the most important part of the show, but, but we have a secret word to give out. Oh, yeah. And and in, in honor of the Rams beating the Niners that I was tailing and riding through these playoffs. Um, and also, part of the reason why I wanted the Rams to lose because that PA announcer drives me nuts and all you hear is him screaming at the top of his lungs. Every time I every hear him, I think of snap. you now. So the secret <laughs> word is whose house, as I'm sure you heard. <laughs> whose house? Stop it. Just a little bit. Come down a little bit. Uh, the secret word is whose house? Question mark. DM this, the WinBet Twitter account. Include your WinBet username and email for a $25 free bet. But wait, there's more. Win bets football parlay bonus. Attention, parlay bettors. Win, lose, or push a parlay. Four legs or more in the amount of $20 or greater on the Win Bet app. Thursday through Monday only receive a $10 free bet. Go to the winbet.com or download the WinBet app for official rules and details. All right, winning picks. Let's get to it. That's a hell of a segue by you. I know, you know. Just a pro. Just- just a pro. All right, can we take that down, guys? Come on, chill. <laughs> uh, I, I, I am up like 30 units on the season, but in winning picks, we're, we're down. We're, hasn't we're down a, bad. It's been a great January for either of us. But we look good, so that's all I know. We do look great. <laughs> if you're not watching the video of it, yeah, these headshots are fire. Oh, yeah, they are. We're, 
We're, we're good looking folks over here. It's a little bit too high def for me. Maybe yeah. Zoom out just a touch. We're, we're, but. we're ready for the new month, Clean Slate, uh, which we will be transitioning to lots of hockey, lots of basketball, UFC. We will miss football, but we have plenty of action in baseball soon. Joey, I'll let you go first. Um, so big news I announced on Twitter last week. I am uh, I'm, I'm a hockey sharp now. Well, in the process of becoming a hockey sharp. I just want to be a line mover and, you know, just be a go-to source for hockey picks because I'm a big hockey guy and I'm a lifelong Kraken fan. (laughs) And so I gave out some picks last week. They went three and three. So like, you know, no one said it would be easy, but we're going to, again, we're going to persevere through all ups and downs in this journey to becoming a hockey sharp. So I have a hockey winning pick for you and it's Red Wings and Ducks over five and a half goals. Let me tell you why. Let's hear it. The Red Wings have allowed the fourth most goals in the month of January. That's a lot of goals. The Ducks right in the middle of the pack at 15th. Over this last month, these two teams have combined for 6.77 goals allowed. You do the math, that is more than a goal over what this total is set at. 5.5 is this line. 6.77 combined goals over the last month between these two teams. Trends. Want to talk trends? In Detroit's last five games, this number has hit in three of them. The three that hit, average of 10.66 goals per game. That's a lot of goals. That's a lot. And the two that missed, the total was five. So they're in the ballpark on all occasions. In Anaheim, this number is hitting four of their last five. Give me the over in the Red Wings-Ducks game. Over five and a half. Go hockey. Let's do that hockey. And that is hockey handicapping. Yep. I'll tell you, Joe, for the fun. Have Uh, you seen that video? Tell me you've seen that video. It's like an SNL skit and they got a black dude who's usually covers hoops for them. And he's like all bundled up at like oh, doing, the hockey arena? At doing hockey because someone like, else is it's out. It's Chance the Rapper. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just some Chance guy. The rapper. It's literally a famous. Yeah, rapper, that's fine. I'm not no, deep into the rap fine. game. but it, You're, and you're uncultured, Joe. We and said as it. we say, let's do that hockey. So let's do that hockey. I still can't get over you saying, I just want to be a line mover. It was cute. I am a line mover. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Joe's working on him. Confidence has never been an issue for Claudia <laughs> Bellafato. Yeah, I got into some really crazy. Can we bring the graphic back I, up? I, I, looked, I looked at the AK. Can we bring the graphic I back up that says the- two and five <laughs> minus 3.7 that, units for the month? That is on winning fix. I am up 30. I will post my record today. Don't worry. There it is. The record is... Screw you guys. You are what your record says you are. We're done. We're done. Hey, someone's got to um, humble you. Gotta yeah. Keep you humble. Thank you, Joseph. I am going to, this is how I handicap basketball right now. And I actually do love betting NBA props, which I will be doing more of, but eight games on the slate. I go through, I say, who's the best team facing the worst team. And here we go. Warriors Rockets. Instead of playing full game, I am so damn sick of backdoor covers. So we're going to go first half. Warriors laying six. I got it at minus 115. The Rockets, five and 13 as a home dog. Ranked dead last in first half margin. They've lost a franchise record, 10 straight home games, and they're four and 23 against teams 500 and above. Which, guess what, Joe? The Warriors are. They're also second in the Western Conference. They have won five games in a row. They have the seventh best ATS record. And they're a little banged up, but they've got Steph. They've got Play healthy, which is the most important. Wiggins is stepping up on defense with Draymond out. They should, should win this game comfortably. Call him Draymond. <laughs> Draymond. Everybody loves Dray- Draymond. 
Sorry, continue. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and if you like this first half or full game, I would bet it now because Rockets point guard Kevin Porter Jr. is questionable with COVID, so we'll likely see lots of Warriors money come in if he is ruled out. Leads the team in an assist per game and steals. Without him in their last game on Saturday, they turned the ball over 19 times. That's a lot of turnovers. So it's not a good team against a very good team. First half, laying six, and that is my winning pick. Everybody loves Draymond. <laughs> I can't believe Everybody. Andrew Andrew Wiggins, all-star game starter. He's going to love for that, yeah. Um, I'll tell you on that. I'm in. Cool. Right rent, on. Rent check it. Hockey basketball, we are line movers and shakers over here. That is episode 39 of Pets Win. Thanks for listening, guys. See you on Thursday.